Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. He's like a superhero without the costume. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. You know, I'm all in favor of uh, helping people who have uh, a need for, for our assistance as much as we can. And I've long argued that uh, people who have real need to come to Canada as refugees should be taken care of. And I've often argued that what we should do as a country is go to places where they produce refugees, countries where the internal situation is so dire that refugees actually become a fact, a percentage of the population, and bring people who require our help under those circumstances to Canada. But I also believe that we need to help people who are here and who are in difficulty and who are struggling. And not nearly enough of that is being done in the province of Ontario for people who are have their electricity cut off. And the bills go up and the bills are becoming more onerous for, for so many I'm uh, just looking at, uh, we'll go to your calls in a second. Again, from the United Way, Bruce Gray, uh, the global adjustment rate. People ask me, what is the global adjustment rate? What is, what is that? Introduced in 2005, the global adjustment can be a credit or a charge to a customer to account for the difference between the spot, of, spot price of electricity and the rates paid to various regulated and non-regulated generators across Ontario. So that probably makes your eyes glaze over, right? Um... So this sentence would probably do a, a good job for you to explain it. For every $100 in usage that appears on your electricity bill, 77 is for a global adjustment fee. The cost of the electricity is only $23. So the electricity is 23% of your bill. The global adjustment rate is 77%. And when the cap and trade hits on the 1st of January... In Ontario, the, then it says it's going to be an average of $5 added to the monthly natural gas bills. But it's not going to be listed separately on the homeowner's bill. Even though the Auditor General wanted it done, the Energy Minister says, no, we, 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 we can't do that because the Ontario Energy Board says we shouldn't and he's comfortable with that. So we'll hide the cost. Is it a human right? To have lights. Cutting off a family for, can you imagine, for five months? Wayne is in Edmonton. Wayne, thank you for the call, sir. Go ahead, please. Well, thank you very much, Roy. Uh, boy, you're like a voice in the wilderness a lot of times. Uh, and you just nailed it. That was one of the things I wanted to bring, bring up, was why is it not going to be a line item? on your bill? Well, why not exactly? exactly. Why not? To slide it in through the back door. Uh, the other thing that just drives me insane is Alberta going down the same path that Ontario has gone down. Uh, Australia nixed the carbon tax after a couple of years because the billions of dollars out of the economy. Uh, you know, when you've got cases that you can just look at and say it's not working, you know, what is it they're not getting? Well, we've talked to people. We've talked to people on the air who are caught in this squeeze and I know many of them. 
And uh, a lot of people here in Alberta, I'll tell you, they don't need a carbon tax. Uh, Actually, the, I, I read a statistic, and I, I didn't bring it with me today. I've got it, I've got it at home in my files. But the, it was the statistical increase in the use of food banks in Alberta. Oh, for sure. 2015 over 2014. And it was a really significantly large number. It was a significantly, like it was, it was in the high double digits in some areas. I, I, I wish I'd brought the information with me. I just, I don't want to, I don't want to give a number because I can't, I'm not 100% sure, well, but I have it at really home. The, uh, the, sad, <clears throat> the sad thing about that, if you just look at it uh, <clears throat> with, with Notley's plan and the carbon tax and uh, all the other great things she's brought in, uh, Saskatchewan sits number four right now for places for oil and gas investment, industrial investment, Alberta dropped 16 points. You know, uh, Kevin O'Leary, Brad Walls, bring it on. You know, this is what we need. These guys are real men. Tell it like it is. Can you imagine cutting off a family, cutting off their electricity for five months and not caring? You don't care. They don't, they don't care. Well, you know, Roy, they totally don't care. They don't care. And, and uh, the... <clears throat> the biggest way they showed that is when thousands of people showed up on the doorsteps of the Alberta legislature that had lost jobs, losing houses, losing everything they had. Looking for, I know people that were making dark side of 40 bucks an hour working for 18 bucks an hour. They were there to tell them we're hungry, we're losing our homes. Yeah. What you're doing is, is losing investment, like, like trying to wake her up. What did it turn into? It was nothing but a few people shouted, lock her up. These people are frustrated. They had a, a, a couple of minutes of, uh, of burning off some steam. Well, so you know... Wing turned the whole you, thing. They, they yeah. basically ignored all these people and said, we don't care. You said lock her up, and that became the story. They, they didn't even mention the thousands of people. Look, look, I'm going to be talking with, uh, with a man in Alberta who is actually internationally known next Sunday, next Saturday or Sunday, about the very fact about what happens to people on an individual basis oh, for sure. when, when their lives collapse around them because of circumstances beyond their control. So we're going to be doing that uh, next weekend. Wayne, I thank you for the call from Edmonton. We're going to be doing that next Sunday. Um, the carbon tax is an absolute folly at this particular time. The United States is not going to have one, and they are our greatest competitor. And the prime minister has not done a uh, an economic impact study, but there is, according to Premier Wall, there is a, a secret memo which was prepared for the finance ministry which outlines just how much of a cost there's going to be. This is not just a cost to government. This costs cost to you, because government doesn't have money. Government takes our money. The cost is going to be to everybody. And uh, Premier Wall wants the secret memo to be released, as it should be. And why did the Australians drop their carbon tax? Because it was damaging their economy damaging businesses and damaging families. France is dropping their carbon tax. We're introducing one which the Prime Minister of this country calls a 
an opportunity. Sean is in Regina. Sean, thank you for the call, sir. Go ahead, please. Yeah, I think maybe you guys should take Premier Wynn, lock her in a house for about three months, turn her over. No, don't say that. Don't, don't say that. Well, see how she likes to live with no power. I think the Premier needs to go and... You know what? I would think the Premier would, would benefit from going and sitting with some people who have no power, who've had the power turned off, and see how they live. Not to say, I've been told there are people who can't pay their rent and have difficulty paying for their hydro and paying for the food, and that's unacceptable to me. Words to that effect. Go and visit these people. Go and see how they live, Premier. I don't think she lasts 24 hours, never mind five. Very few people, very few people, you know, would be comfortable for even two or three hours without power. And to know that there's no prospect of having it turned on for a considerable period of time would be very, very daunting. Very daunting. I think it's ludicrous in our country that people live with isn't power. It? Isn't it? Really? Because that, that's, that's so well put. It is, it is, it's abhorrent that in this country, with its wealth and its small population, and I made the argument last weekend, there's no reason for Canada to even be a dollar in debt. And here we are, we're, 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 fighting over, um, we're fighting over philosophies instead of just helping people, our own people, Canadian citizens, Canadians who need help, provide them with the help they need. You can do that, and you can still believe in your ideologies, and you can you just, just be pragmatic about it. What happened to the politicians representing the people? I don't know. I don't know, Sean. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Thank you for the call. It has to be talked about, and I, I want to say again, Global News has done a tremendous job in covering this. So, um, it's a major issue. So, when we come back, we're going to speak with Mayor Hector McMillan. And we yesterday had uh, the German surgeon on the air who did the pancreatic cancer surgery for the mayor with the IRE nano knife. And the mayor was not able to get the uh, surgery in, uh, in Canada, in Ontario. And I've also spoken with Sean Eckert from Saskatchewan. His dad, Dwayne, also had the uh, nano knife surgery by the same surgeon in Germany, also not available in Canada. When we talk to the mayor, I think he'll be surprised at some of the things he has to share with us. Please stay with us.